Last time on Word Travels Fast. The tour hit Gosford. Gosford is not necessarily the most happening place. Where poets exploded into the lounge room. Lewis took first place with a piece about peace. A piece that surpasses understanding a piece of KFC. And the troop moves south to Nowra. You're listening to Word Travels Fast. I'm Tegan Nichols. Books. They're like people, (laughs) except nicer. (laughs) And you can close them if you don't like what they're saying. Exactly. Good evening. Welcome to Librarian Rhapsody. Enjoy. Is this not fiction? Is this just fantasy? Work in the library, we escape from reality. Open your eyes, pick up a book and read. Libraries. They're normally thought of as those quiet places where talking above a whisper level or consuming anything other than water is utterly forbidden. But not here in Nara. The Nara Library is not your usual library. It's a library which sits at the back of a cafe, and it's a library where the staff are all big Queen fans. What you're listening to now is an adaptation of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, sung by the librarians of the Shoalhaven City Council. We did a parody of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and um, it was all about how wonderful libraries are and how good they are with their communities and all the different services that they provide. And so we wrote the song and um, I choreographed the piece and we got all the librarians involved and there's some really beautiful ballet moves so I encourage everyone to YouTube Librarian Rhapsody just for giggles really. Welcome to Nowra, a town on the south coast of New South Wales with an estimated population of 36,000 people. It's probably also the only town in Australia whose librarians have gone viral on YouTube. Nowra has a special history with the Australian Poetry Slam, as it's the hometown of the 2015 national champion, Phil Wilcox. This microphone only tells the truth. Tomatoes are actually a fruit. Men always look better in suits. I don't hate the smell of my own earwax. This microphone only tells the truth. Seals? are really dogs that are mermaids. You have the same number of hours in the day as Beyonce. This microphone only tells the truth. Could Australia's next poetry slam champ be in this very library? I'm Robin. Really, really happy to be hosting the Australian Poetry Slam today. We've uh, got about 10 minutes to go. Everyone's really excited and buzzed up. We've got a great musician playing and everyone can't wait to just get in there and start reading their stuff out. All our poets have come out of the woodwork, which is really great. We've smoked them out for this occasion. So uh, just can't wait to see what happens. Robin was not wrong. Poets of all ages and backgrounds had come out of the woodwork for the Nara Slam. And one woman in particular caught our eye. Dressed in a leather jacket with matching black vinyl pants, she didn't look like your usual senior citizen. I actually put this coat on in a shop and I asked the sales girl, is it, is it too tight for me? Because I was having trouble doing it up. I still am. And a teenager walking past said, would look better on somebody younger. 
and went out of the shop. And I, straight away I bought it, just to spite her. <laughs> Meet Jenny. Too young to work again, too early to die. Waiting for the ferryman, a penny on each eye. I've lived about 20 years in Camberwarra, which is outskirts of Nowra. I actually can't think of anywhere else to go at the moment. And um, I guess my Sydney friends have all died or gone to nursing homes, so I guess I'd better stay here. Before moving to Nowra, Jenny was a journalist. When she moved here, she continued to write but started to explore poetry. Uh, one here that I've written, which hasn't got a name, actually, it's just about how when you're old they want to put you in a box and stop you working. I could be Judge Judy if I had a law degree. Judge Jenny sounds sort of classy and that would sit well with me. I'd give a heavy sentence to all those robbers and crooks. I'd give them a whole lot of more than dirty looks. When you're 18, you have all these ambitions, and it's about, I might be 80-something, but I still have the ambitions. Like, I'd like to be Judge Judy. I'd love to be Judge Judy, actually. Um, I'd really give the criminals a hard time. She does. Um, I'd like to be a detective. And things like that. Ambitions, I guess. Speaking of ambitious, meet Belle. My name is Belle Jaffrey. She's Jenny's junior by about 70 years. I'm 13 and I just got second place in the Nowra Regional Poetry Slam heat, which is, it's pretty incredible. (laughs) Belle came to write poetry under rather unique circumstances. Um, Well, when I was eight, I was diagnosed with a really rare form of children's cancer and um, it kind of snowboarded and all these other medical conditions. So I have spent a lot of time in hospital. I go to the children's hospital for checkups and scans and I take medication and stuff. And so poetry is just kind of this way that all those feelings that I can't really talk about, specifically about those types of things, I can just put in poetry and so it was something that came very naturally. Belle may only be 13 years old, but her poem was well deserving of second place. I am 13 years old, served to the world on a gleaming silver platter. The words pretty but not pretty enough are tattooed on my body. My achievements and attributes are a side dish on a much smaller plate. And I think to myself, is this why? Is this why I'm scared to go from my house to the bus stop alone? Is this why my friends have matching horror stories of guys who touch them and make them uncomfortable? Is this why my male friends laugh when we say we're afraid to be out after dark? Is this why my teacher did nothing when another boy slapped my ass? Is this why at 13 years of age my beauty and worth have become interchangeable in the eyes of a society blinded by medieval veils? Well, not anymore, because now I don't think I say, and I say that pretty is not the rent that I will pay to exist, and I say that my worth is not on my face but in my heart. And next time you try to serve me up, I will leap from your plate because I am no longer a meal and I demand my place at this table. Of all the poems of the night, the one that resonated with the Nowra judges the most was... Titled 89 Ways to Prolong Agony. By... Craig Green. 89 Ways to Prolong Agony. The poem is exactly what the title suggests. 
It's a satirical list of um, things. My mother has uh, quite an obsession for washing clothes and um, it's something that annoys me and I just thought I'm going to write a list of things that I find amusing though annoy me at the same time. So um, yeah, it's... it's um, Marry your mechanic, maintain your Mitsubishi, marvel at your mortgage. This smells a bit fishy. Email your neighbour to ask for a favour. Travel to Korea. Take it back, waiter. Stay in bed. Give up bread. Develop an addiction for Panadol instead. Miss the midday movie. Get a job with the broadcaster. Patronise your secretary. Eat too much pasta. Catch a taxi. Break a nail. Step on a driver. Go a bit faster. Join the army. Expect freedom. Ride backwards on the bus. Meet the gaze of others. Look deep into their eyes and pretend that you're lovers. Stop smoking, start an apology, be insecure and enjoy apathy. Key your indoor plants, tread on ants, spill the ashtray, wash underpants. Burn out the washing machine and the vacuum cleaner. For goodness sake, you become meaner and meaner. Start to eat two-minute noodles three times a day. Win on the pokies but lose your pay. Lose your sense of taste, become tasteless. Eat alone, well, be my guest. Try to make sense of what's written in the press. Why use industrial strength cleaning products just to make more mess? Continuously notice, spit on the pavement, start the car, become clinically depressed. Use your mobile phone as some kind of comfortable headrest. Pluck your eyebrows in a state of distress, remove your makeup, shave twice a day, be heterosexual but want to be gay. Work in finance, bleach your teeth, want to talk but just keep it brief, subdue your children with McHappy Meals. And if that doesn't work, then just give them pills. Decide to never visit the dentist. Become a dentist, develop a mental illness, leave in a hurry, kiss someone on the cheek. Try to be strong but know you're weak, love your Xbox, marry for money, install air conditioning, lose your puppy. Study roadkill, leave tissues in your pocket, leave your wife and never save... Forget it. Eat out of bins, ban balloons. Bye, babies. Believe we're doomed. Abort missions carried out in space. Believe in only the human race. Live alone. Avoid adoptions. Yes, just like computers, there are too many options. Craig Green, ladies and gentlemen, give him a round of applause. Nowra's top two poets were heading to the state final, which meant only one town remained on our regional slam tour of New South Wales. It was time to visit a town which sits on the Murray River at the border of Victoria. It was time to hear what the poets of Albury had to say. Word Travels Fast is produced by Word Travels in partnership with All the Best and is supported by the New South Wales Government through Create New South Wales. Sound production has been by me, your host, Tegan Nichols. We'd like to extend a big thanks to all of the poets who featured in this episode. To hear more episodes, simply visit wordtravels.info or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. <laughs>